Welcome back, everybody. <clears throat> How are you doing? Okay. Okay? Yeah, thanks. Mm. Okay, good. Well, nothing is arising here, so anybody would like to come to the chair? It's open. <laughs> I'm actually very mixed up, and it's it's like I've had a lot of experiences, so I have glimpses of what I'm headed. Or, or I just have glimpses. There's no going or heading or anything. And I, <coughs> I'm, so I started just being silent. Like, what does it mean to be silent? And it was so easy. <laughs> and it was so easy to be in the place before language. It's very mm -hmm. familiar to me. Mm -hmm. And I had forgotten that knowing. And, but when I'm there, I'm so... It's almost like the cushioning you were talking about. Like when you mentioned cushioning, I'm like, oh good, that's what this is. <laughs> and then the rest of me was like, well, what if it's not? Because <laughs> I get the feeling of withdrawing and being, and I, I love to withdraw. And I've spent, my whole story is to be, is to let go of withdrawing, to step into yes. the community. Yes. And so I've managed all that, and I'm actually <coughs> semi-comfortable there. And yet to go into the space between thoughts is easiest for me to go into into silence. And I'm nervous about going there because I'm not sure if that's me dissociating or me stepping further into a, a, a place of observing that's before thought. So I'm not sure if I'm the only one who can know the answer to that. Or if there's a way to how I would inquire within myself to know if that's a good place to be for a while. What kind of thoughts grab you? What thoughts do you run and believe? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm not even I'm actually letting go of them. It's kind of like, okay, I don't, my, my real thoughts are really the only responsibilities. And even those I'm watching are happening without me having to do anything. It's like it's easier to have a need and just say, well, it's either going to happen or it's not. And if it happens, great. And it's just happening. Or it's not happening. All right. So I'm not really being okay. I just want to mean, I feel very mixed because I'm like in this limbo place where Nothing really matters, and nothing really doesn't matter. You know, I'm. You know, people are coming into my life and going out of my life, and it's it's almost like I'm not doing anything. I'm totally just not doing anything, and it's okay not to do anything. But if I'm not on, if I'm not doing anything as an dissociative escape, mm. like the way I lived my life, mm. my whole life, mm. then that's totally not what I want to be doing. Mm. But, mm -hmm. So it's, do you get where I'm next? I do. I do. Why did the withdrawal happen? I'm looking for the set of beliefs that are around the withdrawal to see if they're running in, in, in the silence now. That's what I'm after. So why withdraw? 
I don't know why. I mean, I did it as I did it my whole life, so I don't know what the trigger was. But I didn't. The biggest difference is in the past, I wouldn't feel anything. Okay. And it took huge effort for me to feel. Now I feel everything. Yeah. And I don't attach the feeling. All right. So there is a difference there. All right. But it's just, it's not really that meaningful of a difference to me. Okay. And when you say withdrawing from people or semi-comfortable with being back in community, what, what, <coughs> what do you understand by that language? Being separate from what? Going back into what? I understand. Um, even just talking. I mean, I just never liked... It's, it's hard to put it into words because the words were never there. It's really language. Like when I was eight, nine, ten years old, I watched my family talk to learn how to talk. So it was really hard. I think it's separation. It's that I've always been so separate that to come into unit, to come into connection, it's it's confusing because it was like even when I wasn't separate, it's like when I was separate from regular people, I was more in oneness. I was more in the natural state. So I don't know how to put any of this <laughs> Yes, but, but you see, there is no separation in the natural state. So something is a little bit out of line. Well, yeah, it was me always trying to fit in. It was me being a child saying, okay, I'm going to have to talk, I'm going to have to read, I'm going to have to get a job, I'm going to have to fit into society, which is yeah. obviously not something I... Didn't come easy. Didn't come easy. And still, I mean, I guess it's fine now, but... I just feel like I lost, or I spent so much of being trying to fit into, a, you know, a situation that just wasn't, couldn't possibly be natural to who I am. And now that I'm stepping out of that, I'm stepping back into silence, and it feels. Like I'm, it doesn't even feel. I just can't sense that it's the, that it's healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something still undone about the the I experience of being disconnected and connected, mm -hmm. or separate and part of a unit. Mm -hmm. There's something undone in that. So you're onto it because it, it, something isn't crystal clear about the natural state. It's, it seems to have the smell of avoidance or something in it as you talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I question, and I, exactly, and I don't want to go into avoidance. Absolutely, of course. And at the same time, it feels, it has such a weight to it and such a energy to it that is powerful. I mean, it can really pull me in. Sure. Which is... Sure. Why I'm questioning before I go there. Sure, sure, I understand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the bit that's tagging along with you mm -hmm. is a bit of an I story that's not complete yet. I, I hear what you're saying. Okay, because 
because there's something there's something that's kind of coming along otherwise it would be just crystal clear it would be just crystal clear of that sense of like oh my god what 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 what, what on earth did i get caught in do you know mm-hmm. and there doesn't seem to be that clean Yes, in and out. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so then there's something dragging along. There's some little something coming with you. Right. That's not, that doesn't belong outside of mind. It's in the realm of the eye. So mm-hmm. it needs closure there. Okay. And how do I ask myself these questions to just find what it is? I don't need to do it right this minute, but... Sure. What is the... It's around that story of, of being separate and not being separate. Because this, okay, there's the ultimate separation, which is the whole myth that this is taking this world to be real, mm-hmm. right? So that's, separation has to exist in order for you to think, take this world to be real. Okay. Now, then within the movie of this world, there is separation and connectedness, mm-hmm. like loneliness and the opposite of loneliness. There are those kind of things at play. This is in this realm. It's this and it's opposite. But you've mixed it up with the ultimate belief in separation. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So we've got a subset within the whole realm of the movie, which is exists because of separation. We've got a little subset within mm-hmm. it, and within that, there's the experience of being separate and the experience of being connected. And something's not done there. Something's not laid to rest there. There isn't closure on the two opposing experiences. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where the work is. So in, in mixing it up with, um, or tying it in with, with the fundamental separation that causes this to, to appear to be real, that's not going to help. That's a different thing. It's a different thing. That's almost easier for me. Of course it is. Of course it is, because then you don't have to look at the other bit. It's got an ouch quality attached. Because that's what makes it so, it, so strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like you've got to tidy up one realm, and then the other realm is sitting there anyway. It's there all the time. Okay. You have to go into that old, painful place and give a look at separation and connectedness. So that there's no charge in any of those stories. Okay. Yeah, there's charge there. There's charge. That's what's coming with you. That's what's coming with you. That's the problem. Let me ask you one other question, because yeah. this, is, this is kind of... I, I was never on a spiritual path. I started on this because I wanted to bring flexibility to how I see. Okay. Because I had patches put over my eyes, and no one told me not to see, so I looked through them. So I see through. I don't know how to... I, I mean, it's okay with me that I don't know how to see anything but through things. Okay. And that's the... The piece yes. that is the core to all the other pieces. Yes. And I'm at I'm at peace with that. Yes. And I'm also sort of at peace with all the dramas around all of you know, the lack of support or the lack of understanding or the lack of any of that. So I don't know where exactly Okay. Everything is valid some of the time. So if we take it linearly, mm-hmm. that which is playing now that you have the ability to see through, you, it's impossible to bring that skill into that which has charge. You, you, we, we can't mix and match. You have to just go there. You have to go there and deal with that. And there where the seeing through happens, that has its place. 
because everything is valid some of the time. Everything works some of the time. But to bring one set of concepts to another where they don't belong, that doesn't help at all. That'll keep you going in circles. And that seems to be a bit of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know? It, it does, because part of how, part of dissociating, which is how I live my life, is to really be able to just step back and let everything be okay, because the further abstract you go, that you're actually going to pure observation. So yes. I have that. <laughs> that part's easy for me. Yes, yes. But it's coming in and experiencing. It's coming in and experiencing, and what's running through all of it is denial. That's what's making that happen. There's some denial running through someplace. Some denial of something. Okay. You'll find it. Right. But in the denial, it's causing you to, 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 to cross-reference different skills you have. And it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop cross-referencing, that's denial. Cross-referencing is denial. Okay, so take the denial out of the way. Now, now we go to where there's charge. Okay. Where any memory, anything has a charge. And if you just come to the charge and bring awareness to it, it'll... Yeah, yeah, whatever system works for you. Sometimes we need to get help, sometimes we don't. Go into it, feel it fully, acknowledge it, let it go. That's ultimately what we're after. Sometimes we can't do it alone. We need a book or a therapist or whatever, and sometimes it's a two-minute Okay. You know? All right. Thank you. Okay. All righty. Okay. That, that happens a lot, actually. Um, I've noticed when people, when there's something going on, like there's a, you crash your car, you know, and it's like, oh, well, you know, nothing's happening anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, it's not useful to bring one set of concepts that are valid at one stage into someplace else. It's just gobbledygook, you know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work to do that. That's just nuts. (laughs) Do you know? So the thing is like, be practical. Whatever is presenting in that moment is what's presenting in the moment. But, but mind will grab another concept just to screw it up, really, you know, to, to keep you stuck. That's actually what it's doing. Mind will grab a concept that has no place there, that is not practical, that's not based on common sense, that's not kind of just in the unfolding of resolving whatever's going on or moving what's going on. So just watch that one, do you know, the grabbing of some concept, some spiritual concept for sure, and trying to stick it on something else. That's just mind. That's just mind trying to, you know, let's have a game here. You know, everything is true some of the time. No matter how deep and how pure the spiritual concept, it's only valid within a certain sphere. It's still a concept. Nothing is real. It's still a concept. This never happened. It's still a concept. So they're only valid within their own time and space. So, so in a way, kind of get real about it, you know? Do you know? Know when something is valid. It's part of the honesty thing. Make sense? Okay, good. So I hope this isn't too much.
too much of a conceptual question. <laughs> Every question is so boring. <laughs> 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 it's a concept. Okay. So I sort of get that I'm this space of awareness, that um, this clarity that's just right here um, in between us or surrounding us. But, um, you know, like Douglas Harding's thing, having no head, you're just this awareness space. But it seems like it's not, um, it's still associated with the body somewhat. You know, uh, okay. It's like, um, uh, sort of like being a lighthouse or something, you know, like you're walking around. Uh, it's still, um, in other words, the non-localness of, this, of the awareness hasn't broken through with that. It contains all the objects of perception or... or um, so it still seems to be like on an individual level. Mm. And um, I mean, it might just be a natural process moving mm. from one to mm. the other perspective. I don't know. I just thought I'd bring it up because I'm interested in it. It just seems like... Uh, so you are that body or you have that body? Don't tell me the right answer. There's no right answer. I would say it's like being a lighthouse, you know, the awareness is associated with the body. The awareness is... Um, why is this awareness associated with the body? Why is it? Yeah, why, why, that, why is that link there? Does it have to be there? What's, what's going on there? Well, I think it's because you're the center of the, the, the apparent center of the, of the senses, you know, the perceptual system. So then it seems like it points to, you know, some type of central um, origin of uh, how you become, of consciousness, say. But, but that's consciousness that is conscious of something, or right. awareness that's being aware of something it can interpret through the senses. Right. Mm, can we go deeper to awareness that is not aware of something? Right, okay. So that awareness, it seems like, is definitely non-local and not in time and not in space and it's simply infinite or... Can you rest your attention there or is it completely an intellectual thing? I can get, a, I can get some heads of it. Okay. Um, Don't settle for the other one. So then it's, I, you know, the problem is I think I had some several experiences where I saw the world to be like a dream. So I'm sort of expecting that. Okay. And it isn't that. It's really that the world, that, that these just limitations appear in infinity, sort of. Yes. Yes. So that's not, so it isn't like a real dream-like quality. It's actually just you uh, are always, uh, it's just uh, the limitations, what appears as limitations um, to awareness. I'm not saying it right, but... Okay. Mm, limitations is just labeling, but I, I know what you're smelling. I know, I can feel what you're smelling. Yeah. <clears throat> um, something you said now and that, and I wanted to run back to it. It's not common. It's okay. I think I got it ahead of it. I think I got it. Oh, yeah. Just that point about um, seeing that it was a dream. That's the trouble when we get a glimpse of something. Mind will say, oh, I want a bit of that again, because there's a kick out of seeing something. You know, there's, because, simply because it's a freeing, it's a loosening of the old 
uh, framework of thinking. Yeah. So when there's a seeing, something breaks, usually for good. But we imagine that we have to see it again in order to feel the freedom of mind breaking. Uh-huh, yeah. See, that's the buzz of when you see something. Some, some t constriction in mind went pump, and the jigsaw cannot be repaired. Something's broken in the way it fits together. So the feeling of that is what feels good. So we imagine it was, oh yeah, can I recreate that? I'd love to get that again. If you can't, that's broken. You can't repair it and feel it again. Uh -huh. Oh, I see. You know? oh, that's but interesting. It's, yeah, it's a glimpse of freedom is what the kick is when you see something. Uh-huh. But it was somewhat con contextual, like it was the circumstance, like the mind locks in on the the circumstances and how it appeared and yes yes and whereas and, really and it was just the freedom that which is undescribable it was it was a popping that, was the that, core of that it. will never it was a permanent popping of some kind of belief system wow you see yeah. so no matter how you're going to try and recreate an experience of course you can't recreate it not a spiritual experience not a scene you can't recreate it right yeah that's why yeah do you see it's only just going to be little bits of memory but you can't the, the popping of, of a belief system is what the buzz was yeah. It's about the freedom, the feeling of freedom. When there's a seeing, that's what we love. When there's a movement towards freedom, that feels so good. Yeah, definitely. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see? So every spiritual experience, every seeing, don't bother returning to that, to where there's a, like a popping of something, where there's mm -hmm. a, ah, an opening. Don't return to that. You can't. It's a waste of time. Uh -huh. okay. That's a waste of time. Right. Just go to where the next limitation is and uh -huh. see through that. Uh -huh. The I am this body. Go there. Okay. N not focusing on awareness of or awareness that has a perception on things. That's right. no good. That's observer by another name. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're going prior to observer here. All right. You're going to awareness that is aware of nothing. All right. Okay. It's the functioning of awareness itself. Go there. All right. Now then, where's the body? Nowhere. Nowhere. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere. Can't be seen. But yet it's part of this whole matrix. Yeah. It's just one, one, one mass, and that's one mass, and the, that, that's one mass. And okay. And even the labeling of that disappears to where there's absolutely an in interconnection set of molecules between this form and this form. And where one stops and one starts, sure, sure there's no stopping and starting. Yeah. But the labeling is so hard and fast, we think that there's a, a boundary between me and this, and it's good to manage our boundaries. And, oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Look at the whole world that runs on that one. Yeah. Well, I know I have been sort of um, meditating on this statement that, it, that thinking mm -hmm. creates the separation in your yes. experience, a sense of separation. Yes. And I originally thought that that happened through conceptualization, like making distinct okay. objects. But now I, then I thought, well, it's really the act of thinking just creates, you know, just the separation is inherent in thinking. Believing just the thinking. Yeah. It's believing the thinking. Thinking is all right. Okay. It's believing the thinking. Oh. Okay. That has the creative impetus. All right. Well, well, I was thinking that it was, um, you have awareness and you have experience and then thinking comes along and sort of separates them, you know, creates a little buffer. Um, experience is a product of thought. There must be a thought running before an experience can be had. Wow. Thinking creates experience. Huh. A believed set of thoughts experience. Mm -hmm. That's the sequence. There cannot be an experience before a set of thoughts. Wow. I'll have to, that's a good one. Yeah, to yeah. meditate on that. Yeah. <laughs> I take my word. A little cold. Do a short circuit. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Yeah, you have to believe something into your experience. All right. I'll, yeah. look, at, I'll look for that. Sure. Sure, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So then with no I, no who I. is believing the thoughts, nothing can personally happen to you. The whole thing breaks down, you see? Mm-hmm. So it, at the moment I'm asking you to trust that thinking creates experience, all right? Okay, yeah. you can check it out, but let's say that you've that research done and you've arrived at the same conclusion, okay? Okay. All right. If thoughts are not believed, mm-hmm. okay. then there is a breakdown in that sequence thought creates experience. If no thought is believed to be true, mm-hmm. then nothing can happen to me. I there see. must be a me who's believing a thought for a me to have the experience. Mm-hmm. They follow on. Wow. Alright? So you cannot have an experience if there isn't a you who's believed a thought beforehand. So without an I, nothing can happen to you. There is no cap- possibility no capacity to have an experience. There cannot be the registering of a personal experience. Things happen, but they don't get registered as an experience. There's no my experience. I see. There's no referencing, or uh, there's no sort of pointing back to something here that seems to be the experience. Exactly. So that sort of veneer on experience gets taken away, and and that's just the raw experience. It, it scales down to functioning itself. Uh-huh. It's not even labeled as an event because an experience needs a before and an after and there's an event that we call an experience. Yeah. So without an eye, there's the linear time starts to break too. So where's the before and after and how can we label this thing as something that wasn't there and isn't there? And yeah. It all crashes. Yeah. Okay, great. Good head for the day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good. You want some Skype? Sure, why not? Hello, do you hear us? Uh, the person that called me on Skype. Hello. Hello, somebody out there in Skypeland. I can be. Hello, man. Hi. I'm Faisal calling from Lebanon. Ah, you've emailed me a few times. Hello, a few times. Hello, nice to hear your voice. I have um, some points to to. And the first point is, um, although all of us present that we want truth and enlightenment, and we are seeking God, uh, we know so well that, that, that this is not true because to turn one's result back into truth. So, um, I remember you said before, be brutally honest with yourself, but Internet can't be honest with it. I guess we just can be for seconds honest and then we lose it again in the mazes of mind. So, um, uh, I mean even in satsangs we can be so clear, what we want is truth, 
But we get answers and then the mind just make a new concept of everything said there. Yes. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem that um, it is, it, it's, it's an easy path because all the people that we have read about, they went into the death and it's a very hard process. It was never easy. So what do you have to say about all of this? <laughs> for some, it appears to have been very easy, and for some, difficult. So, I don't know what the proportions are, but for sure it's easy for some, that there wasn't this death experience. Um, who was doing a maths test? Was it Robert Adams or something, was it? Was doing a maths test yes. or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, about 10 years old and doing a maths test and never wrote a thing in the maths pa- paper, but the whole seeing arose and, and the illusion never presented as being real again. So, so it happens that there's no difficulty. Um, satsang is just part of, is part of the illusion too. So of course mm. there's just more concepts bandied about here. Of course it would be great if there was a dropping of all concepts. And that would be silent satsang, where, where, where it's totally seen that it's futile to say anything at all. But in the West, and maybe in the Middle East, I don't know, we have these brains that like to work it out and get in control of it and figure it out and have an intellectual understanding, and that's just something that the eye likes to do. It's a happening. It's all just happening, you see. Is, is it better to stop one thing and start another thing? or? Pardon? Continue, I'm hearing. Okay, you. okay. So, you know, I, there's just what's happening. Is this going to make any difference? I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. For, for somebody sitting here, it doesn't matter. It's going to do what it's going to do. Does, is there any one thing that would help someone find the truth? There couldn't be. There couldn't <coughs> be, because the truth is just sitting there waiting for all of this I stuff to stop. And it'll stop when it's going to stop. If there was one recipe or one thing to do, then we'd bottle it, you know, and make a fortune. (laughs) 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 What can you do, Faisal, except, except, you know, if that glimpse of of self-honesty arises as what's right for you, it's only right for the I, do you know? And as soon as the I story can be dropped and resolved, but it's something happens for most in that on the progressive path, one has to see what you are not in, and understand what you are not in order to let go of that which is looking for attention all of the time, which is the I. Do you see? That happens, that the I will keep, keep looking for attention. And so seeing what it is and really pulling apart its tricks, it tends to lose its power. That happens. Will that, will that create a space for truth? Who knows? Who knows? You still there? Richard? His connection dropped, but anyhow, I'm okay. sure he's hearing you. Sure, yeah, you can see it on the computer. Okay.
<laughs> and going to satsang might stop too, you know? It will at some point, of course. Yes. I feel like that's where I'm at. Sometimes I wonder why I'm even going to satsang. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some, lately I'm more peaceful in my regular life than coming to satsang. <laughs> so, it used to be the opposite. Yes. So, of course, there's a wondering, what is going on here? Okay. Is this another trick of the mind? Or is it something else? And so I guess the question I had for you was, you mentioned something about... Um, there are things you can do, like to um, to look at the mind, so it doesn't perpetuate itself. Mm. The eye. Mm. Mm. Okay. I'm actually more interested in if you have, if 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 your body gets pulled to satsang, mm -hmm. and it doesn't find as much peace there as it used to. Yeah. Is peace in a place? Does the outside environment still have the ability to make you feel peaceful? What's the outside environment got to do with... Yeah, that's a good question. I've been looking at that. Yeah, like, um, hmm. First of all, you say that word peace. There seems to be a desire for peace. Okay. Yeah, and I've noticed, okay, so then I could be caught in duality there. Okay. So that's part of that, but peace being outside? Or something outside can stimulate it, or... Something outside can stimulate peace? Mm -hmm. Like Saksang used to be yeah, peaceful, and now it's not. So what, what is the influence <laughs> that the outside can have on whether peace is happening or not? Um, it seems to be taxing to listen, so maybe there's an agitation arriving to listening. Okay. Okay. All yeah, right. like there's so many stories and so, yeah, so agitation. I'm like, oh, I don't know, there's something going on internally okay. from hearing. Okay. Yeah. Then sit in silence in satsang. Mm -hmm. Sit in silence in satsang. Because, because really what's going on at satsang is, is, is not the words at all, really. Yes, yeah, I was there was probably an interest of mind in hearing it, love, hearing... Of course, being loves. reminded of what you are, of course. Yeah. And then when that phase passes... Yeah, yeah, lately, yeah, I've noticed, like, sometimes I'm hearing the words and they're feeling just like words, like... Yes. Oh, like, oh, Jesus, it's just bullshit by now sometimes. Yes. Like, yes. like a lingo, you know, like, yes, yes. invite lingo. Yeah, of course. That's what it... Yeah, but that's what I'm hearing sometimes. Yes. Sure. So it used to be interesting and ah, you know, yeah, wisdom, yeah. and now it's just jargon. Yeah. 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 Doesn't mean anything sometimes. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't penetrate anything okay. like it used to. Okay. And is it okay that the penetration phase is all over? Perhaps. Yeah. There must have been. Oh, there's something a liking of that. Yeah. Yeah, so I noticed there's getting caught in liking and disliking lately. This is where the unpeace mm. feels like it comes from that, too. Mm. Mm. 
there will always be lack of peace where there's a desire. Because a desire needs an I to have the desire. We're in the unnatural state. Yeah, so even a desire for peace. Yes. Yeah, I know. I, there's a knowing of that, but still, I guess like you said, there, there must be just a, a, an allowing of yes. the rumbling that comes from something coming from outside that feels like it contributes to uh, unpeace, not no peace. Yes. The peace that we talk about yeah. has nothing to do with the outside world at all. So anything can be happening. Anything. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Anything can be happening, and it will be untouched. Yes, you know, so it's good for me to talk about that because it mm. seems like the mind is so tricky. You know, it's, it's playing tricks all the time of saying, "Oh, oh, the, you should change this." Mm. I guess that's why I wanted to come up and expose it because it has a feeling of wanting to change the outside environment. Aha! That's yeah. a great trick. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's got nothing to do with the outside environment. But the eye will react to the outside environment. And it will run that story. Oh, it would be easier if that was different. And it would be easier if I wasn't so busy. And it would be easier if I didn't have that job. Blah, blah, blah. It's all rubbish. It's just, let's just, you know, move things around the place. As if the outside has anything at all to do with truth. Nothing at all. It can give you a peaceful state of mind because if things are the way we like it, we go, ah, oh, lovely, you know? Yeah, there's some sort of contentment yeah. <laughs> that, comes, that appears yeah. to come from that. Yeah, that's, throw that out. That's mm -hmm. no good. That's no good. That's, that's about control. Yeah. 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 That's not the depth of peace that you're actually after at all. Yeah, so I guess that's why I wanted to ask you about how, so that seems to be one way of perpetuating the I by... Yes. The controller who's yes. looking to change the outside environment. Yes. Yes. Hear it and don't pay any attention to it. Don't follow that voice anymore. That says you need to change. Correct. Anything. Outside, anything inside, outside. Anything. Well, you know, so it's interesting because, you know, I hear... There's selective hearing, I guess, because there's a hearing that you change things, right? So then the mind picks that up. There was a sense that I had no option. That I, something was pushing and I was kind of running after it. Something was, I, there was no, I had, couldn't make any decision. They were being made for me. I had no option but to take this, no option to take this. There was no sense that I made decisions or, you know. I could see retrospectively, yeah, okay, my God, of course I, you know. But it wasn't like, I have to leave my husband because of. It wasn't like that. It was like, I have no option here. I'm going to have to do this. Oh, yeah, that breaks up the attachment. Wow, I wonder could I have ever have, and retrospectively, put the pieces together. But at the time, no, all the events, however extreme, were just happening. And I was running after them, you know. The outside world doesn't have the power to touch the peace that you are. So mind is just playing with this material. And attention is on mind. Yeah. And the peace is sitting inside all the time. But mind can't find that peace, but when mind stops taking your attention, the peace is sitting there. 
Yeah. That's noticed, yeah. Okay. Great. However, yeah. The However, tension still goes, I guess, to yes. these then thoughts. That's, then that's yeah. what to do. So that's what to do. That's what to do. No matter how sophisticated the thought, don't believe it. Pull it right back. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you. Hi. Hiya. Mm -hmm. How are you? Good. I wanted to hear more what you might say about. Um, the flow that is, that life flows, and we really have no choice, and even something that probably will occur, or will occur in the future, already is. So there's that flow that happens, regardless of what we choose. And then at the same time, um, thoughts are believed into existence. So if we focus our attention on a thought and we believe it, it manifests. How are both of those? I mean, I see it happening sometimes. Okay. Even today. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. I got to bring in that thing about everything is valid some of the time. In that um, New Age movement about manifesting, your thoughts create your experience or whatever, that's valid for a while. And it's valid when there is an opening in mind in some way to subconsciously download what's coming ahead. Something has picked up what's coming ahead and you've started to pull it in. Imagining, giving yourself credit for pulling it in. We do that so well. <laughs> and it was coming anyway. And that's all that's happening. Very often, some part of a sense is what's happening and the manifesting your future, that new age movement, <clears throat> makes sense when mind is working in that way. That there's a little bit of a break in linear time, but desires are still very strong. And so the future isn't quite just out of reach anymore. There's a smell of what's coming. So there's a breakdown in the limitation of thinking. Do you see? Linear time has started to break down, and they, well, this is my lot and I'm stuck with it that sort of limit starts to break down. So then you're automatically attracted to changing your destiny. Oh my God, I can change things, I can change things. All that's happening is that the limited thinking is breaking. So that's the manifesting your future. That's how that works. Okay? And of course, a, a methodology, something has copped down that it works. But if it, if it, it should work all the time. But it doesn't. And if somebody does it, they should just do it all the time and keep living a, a, a desire-filled world. And why doesn't that do it for people? doesn't. Okay, so when it happens that way, it's really already happening. And there may be some kind of a awareness of that aroma That's of right. future manifestation. That's right. And then the mind is taking credit for it. That's right. Okay, but it's really just something being aware That's right. of what is. That's right. Oh. That's, that's right. Simple. Yeah, it's pretty simple. So that's the manifesting your destiny thing. Now, on top of that, there's one other layer. If something is coming down the line and mind is playing with that, you know, mind is, is calling it in and making it happen. 
and it's dissolving the limitations that it used to live by and all that stuff is happening, which is great because that, that has to happen. The limitations of mind, whole lot has to go flop. There was a thought, there was a thought, and it's going to come back any moment. <laughs> they always do. They always do, yes. It's going to come. It's just cruising around there someplace. There's another layer on top of that. Yeah. Even, even if you look at the bigger picture of what was, what was going to happen anyway, even the idea that you created it was going to happen anyway. Because that was part of the cocktail to make it happen. But that part was already written, too. Do you see? All right, great, great, okay. I'm going to put that in there. All right. So, so it's not that somebody already wrote the whole thing and that there was a big divine plan. It's not, that's a, that's a, certainly a Christian concept. Maybe it's another tradition, I don't know. But it's there in Christianity. That's the one I'm familiar with. Um, that, you know, there's a divine plan and it's all, you know, predestiny then is the Hindu thing that it's all predestined and all the rest of it. Both of those need, um, they need a creator. Both of those are based on the concept that there is a creator or somebody planning and you are an individual and you've got a lump it or like it, this is your lot. Take away those frameworks. There are no individuals. There is no divine plan. But somehow, this is already finished. Because linear time is the thing that makes it feel like we have a past and a future. Linear time is a concept. We can time travel. I mean, you can astrally do all kinds of things. I mean, it's very loose, really, the linear time concept. So, if we take... Hmm. I've lost the train of thought again. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Lost it. Where were we going now with this? Linear time. Linear time. Breakdown. Oh, it's already in the can, exactly. Okay. With thank you. <laughs> Somebody's listening. <laughs> okay. With something already already finished. Linear time makes it feel like it's not already finished. So there's a rerun going on. There's a replay going on. That's all. There'll always be a replay going on. But it's already finished. Now, if there are no individuals, then what is it that was finishing? What is it that was running, running along that play anyway? And for whom? But the functioning will continue on even when there's no individual. So if we pull out linear time, we pull out the individual, we pull out the divine plan, there's still a functioning, but it's already finished. Do you see? So I'm just pulling away concept by concept by concept. What are we left with? What is? And that everything that ever happened is happening vertically now. But even that's finished. Because now is still a concept. So take away the concept of now and it's all done. It's all done. So the most fantastic moments of, of you realizing something or you making something happen or a whole sequence of things coming together and all of that, no matter how magical and spontaneous it might seem, the most refined spontaneous moment is actually already finished too. That was part of it too.
right, let me just see. Um, so there is a, a concept of time that past, present, and future are all existing at once. Yeah. Is that kind of where yeah. you're going? Okay, yeah. Hmm. But that's already done. This is the rewind. This is the recap. So what's already done is obviously beyond the concept of time. Yes. But, but it's still a concept. It's beyond the concept of time, but there's still a concept that something happened. Something happened. There was a big bang. There was a movement. There was something. Prior to that concept, Is it the same thing prior prior to the concept and already done? Is that the same? No. Already done assumes that it happened. Prior to the concept, it never happened. Okay. It never happened. But are they the same thing? Not really. Not really, okay. One is two concepts down the line and the other one is prior to all concepts. Mm -hmm. One concept is cancelling another. It's not the same thing. Oh, so it's already done, like, believing it for a moment and then realizing that it never exactly. was? Exactly, exactly. Oh. So we have two concepts. One just blotted out the other. Okay. Okay? So then if we really go prior to all concepts... Nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened. <laughs> That's a very sceptical look. <laughs> it's also you you were saying something where um, there's nothing seeing and nothing seen, so it sounds kind of like this a similar to what you were just describing of nothing ever existing, nothing ever being. Not so. Because that's within this realm. You see, they're all concepts that are valid at a certain time. All the while, like, point to that which is prior to all concepts. And there it can be known, clearly known, that this never happened. Okay, but, but, but down the line, wherever the set of concepts makes sense to you, we have to work from that. We can't take a bit of that and put it in here. Just won't help. Mm -hmm. All right? So the other thing you mentioned was free will. It, you know, I used the analogy of a subset earlier on, and it might be useful here again. It's like there's a little circle where free will is valid within a greater circle of not having any free will. We play at having free will for a while. And all that's happening is that it's that alignment again by what's happening. Do you know? There's a series of conditions that are moving you towards making a choice in any moment. You don't have a choice, actually. There's only the series of conditions that are going to result in one outcome, one particular direction being taken. But we play as if we had the choice of what that is. But we don't. We don't. Because the set of conditions are always going to override 
any need for any free will. There is no free will at all. But doubting mind can wreak havoc with this. The doubting mind is a layer that comes in that's a pain in the ass at some point. Some time. You know, at some point you can get rid of the doubting mind totally. Because the doubting mind is tied up with the idea of free will. So to doubt yourself, to doubt your decision, it's like forget it and see what arises. The doubting mind, you can throw that out. Once you're starting to question free will, there's no place for doubt. So as mind is, I guess, dissolving, how can we support it in being more aware of the fragrance of what is? Just quieting it down, I suppose? Not believing your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Instead of going in the direction towards believing thoughts, step back. Bring mind inward, as Ramana Maharshi used to say. He said, just bring it down, bring it in. Turn mind inward. And that relates to um, another advice that you've given is to sort of who am, ask who am I and then look before that or behind that, I think you actually say. I look. But I'm not really sure. <laughs> yes, okay. But something, I just wanted to see if this is going in the right direction. Um, oftentimes, there's a looking, I would say, it feels like it's going inwardly and sometimes downwardly, yes. and then there's another movement going out again. Okay. Not out into okay. a phenomenal world, but just expansive. All right. Um, is that That's fine, but don't hang on to it. Okay. It does feel a little more like something's happening. You know, it doesn't... Okay, that's mind just kind of registering little bits of experiences and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put much... Mm -hmm. Just like, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Well, then could you say more about the looking... You know, looking for who am I and then <coughs> looking behind that. Yeah, it's, it's, it, there are two different things, I think, that, that you might have joined together. Because the, from the position of observer, from there we go back or behind. Now, one method of going behind is to ask who. Who am I? Who's sitting here? Who's asking this question? Who's talking now? And that's one methodology for going behind. Another one is place your attention to the source of the next thought. That's a going behind as well. So it's not that you're going behind the who am I question. The who am I is the methodology to bring your mind behind, to its limit. All you're doing is bringing mind to its limit. To where it came from. Yeah. And it's like the farthest distance that you can have. Neurologically, you're playing with your brain, really. You're, you're, you're moving your attention as far away as possible from identified thought. And you bring it to that step and sometimes there's just a bit of an opening and a spaciousness seems to be there. Well, there's definitely a nothingness, but it's, it's hard to look for it. Yes, yes. You can only bring mind to its limit and it might be seen or might not. 
Do you see? I see it more conceptually than sure. actually. Sure, yeah. that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. But observing, when observing is clean and clear, then you f use one technique that goes behind, that points mind away from the observing. Because observing is still looking at, at what's happening in the world, without a comment, without anything, but it's still outward focused. So it's like from the position of our of 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 observer do a one eighty. Bad line from the Lebanon today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was waiting all that time? Yeah. Oh, bless him. Just from this by trying to follow what you were saying. So this will be brief. So if I'm on differentiated awareness, the thought comes by, right, a thought percolates, and then I step out and I believe the thought, then already, then the world comes into being, or yes. the event, the experience comes into being. Yes. That's how that's, yes, that runs. Yes, that's how that runs. Okay, that's just what I want to know. Yeah. that it's already done. Mm -hmm. That's kind of disturbing. Ah. <laughs> and I want to explore that a little more with you. There's an eye who doesn't like it. Isn't well, it? if it's already <laughs> done, there's nothing for me to do anymore. But the doing it still happened, because it's still playing out. <laughs> How do you know it's already done? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just clear. That it's, it's just clear. So there's no time in, in your life. There's no time. No future, no there's no life because the life is in time. Do you know what I mean? If there's yeah. a concept of a life, then it's in time. This body is 43 years old. So that's in a time frame. But, but it's not what I am. But you don't see linear events anymore. Is that... The cause and effect, very rarely. Very rarely cause and effect. Very rarely. Only if it's in relation to somebody asking me about something or, you know... I mean, I mean, getting down to the basics, you keep a calendar, you have appointments, you have events, so yeah. there, is, there is that linear effect of that. That, that seems to be yeah. part and parcel of having an appointment calendar. And it is, that you have to it do. is, because there's, because there's a functioning that does that. It, it's, it's the functioning that does that. You see, you don't need the concept of linear time to take care of 
A calendar. You just let that, that just happen. It actually happens. It actually happens. It's bizarre. And really, without the concepts, with, with knowing that none of the concepts are for real, the functioning will even take care of a calendar. That's, that's really another level of letting go. In my, yes. my yes. where I see it. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think we connect just who we are with to some aspect with that calendar of yes. what we have in front of us the yes. next day. What we that's right. My I'm, life I'm imagining my responsibility. Like, how do I know yeah. I'm going to be here tomorrow if I don't have that linear yes. reality? Yes. But you just trust and you just say, "This is going to take place as it should," and it and it does. And it does. Yeah. And it does. It can only take place as it must. So there's nothing I have to do. No. But, is, is but, but the doing will happen all the time. Depends what you mean. There's nothing I have to do. There's nothing that this. Well, this, there's mean? nothing this body has. To, well, the body has to function, but there's nothing this. The body is animated and it's going about what it's doing. Yes. There's nothing that has to be behind that motion. Correct. That moving of that. Correct. Correct. It's only a concept that was ever there anyway, and let that concept go is what that thing's about. But you mentioned before there's a common sense aspect also. To sure. This. I can't just walk across the street and knowing I'm going to be taken care of. Yeah. I have to look both ways. Sure. The functioning will take care of that too because the functioning has common sense. <laughs> really, the functioning yeah. has common sense. It sort of takes away a lot of the worry about what's mm -hmm. going to happen if we know it's all done. Yes. If we could trust that fact that it's all done. Yes. I'm having trouble trusting that concept that it's all done. Yes. But I think that'll take a, it'll percolate, it'll take okay. a little while. But okay. Okay. Okay, can I, can I just poke something? Yeah, you've been poking all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> now I ask permission. Boy, stop. <laughs> How is this concept? You're already dead. <laughs> well, that's part of it that it's all done. Yes. I want to personalize it and see if oh, we can boy. rattle anything. You're already dead. Your funeral has already happened. You just <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a big poke. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> On one hand, that makes it a lot easier for me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? It's already cooked, so I don't have to hurt Yes. Much. Right? Yes, it's already cooked. That's very interesting, yeah. Because if it's going to be impersonal that the whole thing is in the can, well, if there's a personal eye, well, come on. You know? See how it sits with the personal. I like that. That's, that's, that's interesting. Do you know? Well... It's a shock. I mean, it is a shock. I mean, I don't know how many people can walk around carrying that concept that we're, I'm already dead. But I think it's, I think it's, uh, it gives you a lot of space. Yes. Yeah. It does. So yeah. Now we have an Because there's nothing I have to worry about anymore. The anxiety. What am I? <laughs> there's no more anxiety about anything. There's no more, right? And there's no more fear about you know, doing the right thing and doing the wrong thing. Absolutely. So it's very freeing. Yeah. I like it. Of course. The eye takes itself so seriously. It's like, hey, 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 no, you're already dead. You know, so... 
Yeah, it gives me an opportunity to be, to be a lot more gentler <laughs> about yes. my life and myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. I thank you for that. <laughs> so we're we're just playing, you know. We're just we're well, just playing with yeah. two concepts, and maybe they'll cancel each other out, and maybe not, you know. Maybe you'll see that you never were, that the you that's dead actually never was. There was just an idea that it was born and that it's going to die. So I'm just kind of, let's fast forward the I story. <laughs> maybe a thing will come that it never existed at all. Or maybe not. But either way, it's finished, yes. Yeah, thank you for telling me that I married a uh, dead man. <laughs> <laughs> He married a dead woman too. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's not another concept, though. That you did already. Yes, of course it's a concept. But the concept that you're alive is a concept, and I'm just throwing in the opposite concept to see if they cancel out. Because you were never born, and you can't die. So you know, let's just cancel out one that's running with another, huh? <laughs> If they cancel out, great. Let it be seen that neither were ever there. There's no birth and no death at all. It's just an idea. It's worth a shot. <laughs> because, because the truth is that it never happened. The truth is that it's all over. So that's how come... Right. Isn't everything an idea? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hi. You know, I love this. <laughs> but even at that moment, I get this, like, well, then what the heck is going on? <laughs> I just, you know, I just thought I would verbalize that because I know better. <laughs> I just, but that, there is some anger in me. And it's my residual ego, like, what the heck is it? It's all illusion. You can't talk about it. You show up and you play it out. <laughs> what the heck is it all? What? what? I mean, does that... that I just, and I, I don't know that there's an answer, but it's just like, what? <laughs> it's just like... I can't get it's so damn slippery I can't get it. <laughs> yeah, I do I feel like I'm running after a little animal. And it's just got me. And I know there's no little animal and there's no me, but we're running. And by God we're gonna run. <laughs> the last thing I do, I'm gonna run. <laughs> so I just it does I mean no one ever says that. Well, what? I mean, maybe they do say it, or maybe they think it and they don't say it. Well, and I know it's a why question, and mm. I know the why question is coming from the intellect, mm. and so isn't the anger. Mm. But it just feels like there should be some kind of substance, <laughs> something to build something with. No, I, again, I, even those words, they're all uh, personalized energy words. But what the heck? You can't do anything. <laughs> all right. 
Well, obviously, it doesn't bother everybody, but... bothers <laughs> <laughs> <Mom is> me. <laughs> it's just like, I, I have this, or I have some understanding, or whatever, and I can't use it. And this is no use to me. It doesn't change my life. I still get up and do the same thing, and I still get upset about not doing the same thing. So it, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't... I, I can't... There's something I'm not seeing. Yes, 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 correct. <laughs> yeah. correct. There's some major, like, blockage. Yes. I feel like I'm wrapped up in some clear acrylic. Yes. <laughs> like one of those flowers in an acrylic block. So, uh, do you... Is, is keep going, keep going. Oh. It's, keep going. Just talk. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, well, well. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a talk. I know there's anger in me. Yeah. Because I could feel it. Yeah. But I don't, it's not like a localized anger. So, it's just uh, resentment at this whole thing. And, and and of course, if I follow that, it gets ridiculous because who's resentful of what? It's a little child being mad at God. Okay. Yeah. 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 So just right now, I'm more interested in the child who's angry with God, not the who, who, yeah, who, right? It's the same stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just like me saying, what the heck is this? If everything's illusion. I'm illusion. This is played out. I'm dead. I'm fine with being dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big relief. But <laughs> behind it is that there's something ancient in there. Something not I'm not seeing. I'm I'm blinding myself. Yes. And it, it's anger at the whole activity. Okay. <laughs> Energy. Okay. The whole theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Equally can be enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. But I have, I'm coming at it. Coming at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, it's something I'm not seeing. Yes. And it is, I'm sure it has to do with an experience. Sure. Either mine or somebody I grafted on me or. Sure. Or I, I'm attached to. Okay. So the kid who's angry at God. Mm-hmm. Go before that. Nothing. There is a sense of self because you couldn't be angry at an object if you didn't feel like you were somebody. Okay. And you were a powerful somebody. Okay. Somebody's messing with you. Okay. So there's there's a sense of self. Is there anger there at the formation of the sense of self? There has to be. Yeah. I mean, is that th- that's what it is. The sense of self is the anger, yes. is the pulling away, is the separation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so prior, just prior to that sense of self being locked in, what's there? What, what I'm feeling is sadness. Just a sadness that it has to be played out again. Yes. But okay. who is it that's 
sad that it has to be played out again. Yeah, but it's all right because because what we're doing is tracing back the formation of the eye here. Okay. We're just breaking it right down to the components that that made it solid, because that's where the anger is from. You know right. that. You right. 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 It's, okay. it's separate. It's it's it's. I have to do it again. Yes. Okay. It has to be done again. Okay. Leave me alone. All right. It's 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 movement when I don't want movement. All right. <coughs> okay. Now, prior to that, peel back another little bit. Well, I hope it's not that I just like a like a game, like. I can't not do it. I I can't not be active. Yes. And I didn't. I don't want to be active. Yes. But I can't. I'm still looking for something to hang on to. I'm still saying this as something. Yes. It's making a decision. Yes. Or having. A, the eye is part of the movement. It yeah. is the nature of the I to be in the realm of change. It only exists in this realm of change. Right. And it's like there's this idea that, well, why can't the I be in the realm of not change? It can't. Hmm. Oh, okay. It can't. Right. So I'm hmm. complaining about myself, and I'm... I got off at the wrong floor. I took the elevator the wrong floor, right? Because if I'm in the self as I complaining, it's useless. Yes, it's totally useless. Okay. Yes. It's totally useless, yes. So... Dog chasing its tail kind of thing. Yeah. But where does that leave? Well, the root of an, an anger like that, particularly yeah. a childhood anger that you can yeah. bring right back, yeah. That kind of an anger arises out of an un out of an unsatisfied desire. Right. All right. So yeah. it all links in. So yeah. the anger is fine. The anger will dissipate once the desire is seen. So it's the desire to not do this again. You named it. You found it. Right. Okay. Yeah. But yet I I don't have. If this is the I expressing itself, the I doesn't have any choice on whether it's going to express or not. Or Correct. It's, it's in the movie. If the I right. has arisen and if there's, if, if, if there's a belief there that you are that I, yeah. that yeah. you are an I, uh, yes, of course. The it's show gone. is on. The yeah. show is on. So, so the I is angry at its, it, it, what it is. Yes. Which is causing it to get more solid. Right. It's actually pumping itself up for the rerun again. Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Just what I mean. Yeah. The eye gets solid with desire. Yes. So the desire to be not running the show again yeah. gets strong enough and we get anger and hey, the, we've got a fine set of ingredients now to keep an eye going for another 50 or 60 years. So what is the, what is the antibiotic here? What is the remedy? Can you let go of all of that story? That that those parts, those components, were what made the I have this other opportunity to experience, to experience a life, 
in a way, it's, you know, it, it sounds like, well, just forgive yourself for for holding on. Yeah, but more subtle. You, you can do that, but it's more yeah, it's too, in, it's too much in the eye. Yeah, and I'll be it's too much gone for another thousand million years. Yeah, yeah. How? <laughs> um, see it that that's how the eye works. There must be a two-year-old with temper tantrums. There must be that desire thing kicking in in order to make the eye idea solid. That's part of how it becomes solid. Okay. To make the movie work. Right. The whole point <coughs> of incarnating into this is to experience. Yeah. <coughs> Do you see? So there's no point in being here without, without the show working. Right. Right, but... <laughs> there are a gazillion eyes yeah. where the show is, is running. Right. All right? In yeah. any moment. So there is a perception through that form right now of just one of the six billion eyes right now. Yeah. Just one of the eyes. Right. Okay, fine. We can see how it formed and we can see the ingredients that life presented and the belief systems that hooked in to create the desire, to create the anger, to get you solid so he could get on the road right. and have a life. Yeah. All right? That's just what that's about. That's just what that's about, to make the eye possible. That had no other function. Okay. So the whole thing is to... It's like an algebra problem that you have to, <laughs> sorry, you sorry. have to write it out and say, oh, okay, that's how you solve it. But that's, that's all that it is, is seeing it. Yes. Let it get dead simple. Let it be dead, dead simple. It is dead simple. We can make it really complex, but I... I yeah. yeah. It is simple. I don't have enough time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is really simple. That's just how the eye pumps up. Okay, so that's just this expression. That's just that expression. Okay. In order to make it plausible that you had a life. In order for, for consciousness to, to imagine that it could experience things. And can it let it go? Of course. Okay. Of course. The building up and the destruction of the eye happens all the time. Yeah, so it's not like... Right. That's it. I just have to pay attention. It's not yes. a big deal. It's kind no. of like very plain. Yes. But that is, that's my story and I'm letting it... Yes. It doesn't need resolution. It's just how it the eye... No, it doesn't need resolution. Nothing needs resolution now. Oh, good. You see? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's really, that's also a relief. Yeah. Just, just that practice can fall away, huh? And there's nobody to be mad at. Not at all. Not at all. It's just the, the it's just the gasoline of the eye, you know. That's all it is. Yes. Oh, oh, that's that's very good. To make it lock tight that you can experience as an individual, just to make that believable. Because really, it's so nuts that that to to, to imagine you're separate. It is so crazy because it's so not true. That it has to be so cleverly done when we're kids. Yeah. To really believe that you're having an individual life to make it last a lifetime. So it's like it a has drug. to be fantastic. Of course, it's a drug. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was my drug of choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or no choice. I don't know. No, not at all. It's just the way consciousness works. It's just manifestation at play. It's just seeing how it's at play now. 
It's just seeing itself. Do you see? Getting over myself. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Getting over myself. It's just not me. that big of a deal. That's right. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Okay. said that uh, there's no desire without a sense of I mm -hmm. at all. Like, mm -hmm. is it possible to have a desire and follow it without it being? No. No. Okay. No. There must be an I to run a desire. Right. So you can't just kind of express and uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but uh, there's always and there's always all desires have to do with I. Yes, all desires have to do with I. Preferences still run. Mm -hmm. Like preferring whatever, coffee over tea or sunshine over rain or heat over coal or whatever. But there isn't a connection between the preference and, and, and following the preference. You, 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 you kind of lose that, you know? It's like, oh yeah, it's nicer to have that over that, period. You, you can't fix it to actually give yourself the preference. You lose, that breaks down. With a desire, of course, there's an ability to follow it. You have a it looks like you have a choice to follow it or not to follow it. All of that illusion plays. Mm -hmm. I sometimes have a desire to follow my desires. Yes. But I can't. Or I'm just not motivated. Or, okay. Do you know what I mean? All right. So they're okay. just, I kind of see it, I, I see it as an ego thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I'm trying to, build my sense of self up so yeah. and that's what my desire is leading to and I see that and it stops me in my tracks yeah so I have some a lot of unfinished projects and a Great. lot of nothing yeah. happening sure so but there's a definite part of my mind which comes up with ways that I'm not that that's not correct okay even quotes you know from Buddha you know <laughs> I was telling my friend I just can't get back on the exercise thing. I was so into it a few years ago, and she gave me a quote from Buddha that said, "You can't have a clear mind without a um, clear body or a fit body." You know, so I put it up next to my yoga mat. Not helping because I I think it's ego related to be in for me for me personally mm -hmm. to get in shape is I can tell it's ego thing. Okay, I can tell that I want to do it. Okay, you know. Yes. Then then drop it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You see, everybody's path is different. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, there's not much going on then, you know. Yes, there isn't much going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's not so bad because I do, you know, part of my mind hassles myself about that. Yes. You know? Yes. So. Yeah. It's okay. And even if life appears to really stall around you, mm -hmm. it'll crank up again. Mm. It, it will crank up again. Mm -hmm. It's like that in phases, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that happens, and sometimes I just wait around for yes. a creative phase because I do some painting, just wait for it to take me. Yes, you know? yes. But I guess I'm thinking about it too much because I start to examine now. Oh, here's my creative feeling. Should I do something, or am I doing something because, I, you know, I start to examine the reason. I guess it's just getting in my own way, kind of. Let it play, I guess. Yes. 
seems to be everybody else. Everything. Yeah. Seems like people got big old plans, <coughs> you know. And they're doing all sorts of fantastic things. Sure. And I'm sitting around waiting for my creative phase to take over. Yeah. Mm. Don't be waiting for anything, mm -hmm. even less than what you're doing. Mm. Don't be waiting for it at all. Right. right. Do you know? And I can stop. I can stop giving that attention. Maybe. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the only thing you can really do, I guess. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. If if life really scales down, it happens like that for some, you know, that life becomes kind of like a non-event, mm. and that's fine. That's fine if that's the way it's happening, you know, mm. as long as you've got enough to keep a roof over your head and clothes on your back. Mm -hmm. So be it. Let it play out. Well, it's nice. It's quiet right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. <coughs> so there's, um, I'm feeling this deep love and this deep, um, I just keep like feeling like there's a sense of the separation falls down. And then there's also this really strong thoughts of doubt. Doubts, and I realize I'm just doubting what you were saying. I was just doubting everything you were saying, and then I'm going, well, I'm feeling all this love with you, and and then I was realizing as the doubts get stronger and my heart starts to get scared, that this is just what I do. I just, I project. I'm projecting all this doubt yeah, yeah. that I have through yeah. myself onto you, yes. and how much I do this with teachers. Okay. I suffer so much in my relationship with teachers yes. because I, as a bhakti, as someone who just loves them so much and yet also I feel how precious teachers are and how precious they've been in my life, how much they've meant, like a mother first and then a teacher. And yet I'm, there's a place where I get terrified in it now. Yes. And there's that sense, I love that, you know, I'm sitting by a woman right now and that all these men teachers too, even though it doesn't matter on some level, there's still a different level of safety, but then there was still, oh man, I'm still feeling that same fear here and I'm feeling that same doubt, so it's irrelevant who's in front of me. Yes. It's just what's pouring out and that's what I do with my own life Yes. as well, like doubting doubting that I, so utterly doubting that I am my own teacher, that there's nowhere else to go, that there's just to live life now. Yes. And and I feel that happening, but at the same time I'm feeling the, yes. this, this, once again, the struggle and the power of this fear which just grips me. So does the doubting mind protect you in some way? <clears throat> I don't know. So why run it? What's its, what's its advantage? It has tried to protect me because I've had teachers try to take advantage of me and try to molest me. I mean, I've really been through different yeah. issues. Sure. Yeah, and molested by my brother, so and who was my teacher, so it seems like it was it's the tied root, that. root of there. Okay. So then, with this deep love, then comes this deep mistrust, and yes. I'm so tired of it. Okay. You might have to take a risk. I took one coming up here. <laughs> yeah, sure. It felt like it, but sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you might have to take a risk and just say, "Okay, doubting mind, I hear you, but we're going to do this anyway." Whereas the doubting, the doubting mind, you know, it, 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 it'll keep you in the ego story. 
Yeah. You could keep the, the, you know, I have to protect myself. There's something to protect. The only thing that's been protected here is the ego. Mm. That's what's been protected. Yeah. That I've doesn't exist. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. And the same with the fear. The fear is like, yeah. I have to keep this wall of separateness because. Yes. What if you're a teacher and you're going to want something from me and you're not pure and you're not this, you're not yes. or whatever. Yes. So, but that's still all in separateness and in the story. It is, of course, yes. Yeah. All these things happen in the story. And so, how do I melt beyond the... Don't believe any of it. Don't, just don't believe it. Don't believe it. It's so loud. It feels so real when it happens. Sure. Especially because then my body gets all contracted and... Sure, you believe it. You believe it into your experience and then it's reality for you. And that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. You believe it into your experience. You just don't believe it. Don't believe it. These are just a sequence of thoughts. Don't believe the doubting mind, period. Don't believe the doubting mind. Be on to it. Say, hey, I hear you. You're out of date. You're obsolete. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, so then being conscious of it when it comes without it being Yes, don't go into the story of it. You're, you're still going into the story of the doubting mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> See, it's just another thought sequence that doesn't serve you well anymore. Uh-huh. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. You don't need the doubting mind now. If you get hurt, you get hurt. Yeah, because everything rushes through so much faster now. Yeah. Yes, and more. Yeah, yeah. Effort. It's just for The only thing that can get hurt is what you're not. Yeah. So it's fine. Pain comes, pain comes. It'll only just highlight what you're not. Mm. It can serve a great function. So it's fine if you get hurt. So take a risk. Mm. <laughs> and melt this off again. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's nothing to protect. You are all of it. There's nothing to protect. And so now I just have this feeling of wanting to go completely home and stay at home. Sure. Mm. So drop attention within and get rid of the eye bit who wants to do it. Mm. Just let the eye word be used by consciousness, but it's got nothing to do with mm. somebody stuck to a thought or a desire, you know? It's mm. just a movement of towards home. Fine. For okay. nobody. For nobody. Yeah. For nobody. I remember when I first started watching you on YouTube and I was talking to Gabriella and I went, God, she's so empty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> uh, it's just perception, no? Yeah. It's uh, just perception. But is that home too, isn't it? That
Aloha. <laughs> so if I don't exist, uh, why does my landlord send me a bill every month? Why does the U.S. government send me a census form? And uh, before I could take a seat in this room, I had to identify myself. So, yes. so of what value does that concept that you don't exist have? See, I'm pragmatic. Yeah, 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 I know, David. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the defender of the ego yes. uh, and the mind, which gets bashed very often at these functions. <laughs> so I may be the minority, but of what value is it for someone to hear that you don't exist? It's no value at all. <laughs> but when, when cracks start appearing in how you think, when it doesn't seem so solid, <coughs> when there's kind of like spaces of where, do I exist all the time? Or is it just when I think I exist? Mm. When cracks start coming in it, in the matrix, in how you see the world, then it appears to have value for a while because it gives you some bit of like, oh my God, this is a physiological, natural phenomenon. It's okay. I'm not going nuts. Otherwise, we'd all be in psychiatric hospitals and that's what used to happen. Monastery or psychiatric hospital. They were the two options. So now we have Satsang instead. At least it's integrated out there. <laughs> so this is satsang, not a seminar, not a workshop. This is an inquiry into the nature of truth. Yes. About whether we indeed exist. Well... If I stepped on your toe right now, <laughs> would you know that I exist? It would be a dream pain. Dream pain? A dream pain. When would it not be a dream pain and an actual pain? What's the distinction? It would be an actual pain if there was a belief running that I exist as an individual. Then it, I would think it was an actual pain. <coughs> but that actually can only happen in the dream. I can relate to the fact that what's out here is kind of a matrix, sort okay. of an unreality. Yeah. But everything that originates seems to form in my world, mm. my world, seems to originate from this form, yes, including my thoughts. Yes. So why would I think I don't exist? Don't take it on as a concept. But if, if it is seen that you don't exist, then it'll go, oh, of course. It's more a seeing. It's like a realizing. It's like when you hear that Santa Claus doesn't exist. Some kids go, what? Oh, no, no, you know, and it's trauma. And other kids go, Ah, <laughs> it's like that, it's like the second one. So, so sometimes when the concept of you don't exist, if something doesn't want to hear it, sure, it's just another concept, throw it out, don't take any notes of it, throw out that one. But if it resonates of like, ah, that, no, okay, I can buy that, then it makes sense, then it's useful. If it's not the second one, throw it out. All right, that's how I do operate. I mean, yeah. If, yeah. if I can use it, I keep it. If exactly. Not, I just discard just it. Just throw it out, because there's no point right. in grabbing all these things that somebody else said was so, and it, it, don't grab it if it's just a concept. Right. Don't grab it at all. Take the best, leave the rest. Absolutely. Years <laughs> ago, I went to hear Jay Krishnamurti, mm. and uh, he spoke eloquently, 
but he referred to himself never as I. Yes. The speaker yes. is what he would say about yes. himself. And yes. I was wondering, what was the value in, in presenting himself that way, or presenting yes. whatever he had to say that way? Yes. Didn't quite get it, other than he was eschewing, identifying with the ego. Yes. He, well, who knows what his own motivation was? Who knows whether he was, was he making a political point or was it that there was no way that he could run the word I? I don't know. So, okay, if there was no way that he could run the word I, then he has to use language in another way. Um, when there is no I, it's either, you're either going to say I, but, but sure, you know it means nothing, but it's fine. You don't, couldn't care less. Or you're going to say the, the speaker or Jack or whatever. I suppose from the listener's point of view, it reminds them that there is no personal I anywhere. But it's a bit cumbersome when it comes to language. Yes. So, exactly. so in this form, I is grand, but sure I know it's not an I. It's not, sure I know it's only words. It's all trash anyway, everything that can be said. So I is trash too. It's, there's no degrees of trash. It's all trash. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? So that's how it functions here. I notice when my wife and I socialize and she introduces a thought like, I don't exist and neither do you, the people around her think she's off the walls. And I, 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 I tell her that, you know, if you want to communicate with people, I wouldn't choose to use that approach personally. <laughs> but I do hear what you're saying because I, clearly I have experienced. Uh, do you have any friends left, David, at all? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my wife is my friend because I scratch her back before she goes to bed. I said earlier that I was going to defend the mind, but I found that I got up in time this morning and I returned after lunch because of that function. I happen to have this ability I go to sleep, I, I never need an alarm clock, I've got to get up at a certain turn, time, and my mind cooperates, yes. so I kind of yes. think it's a useful tool. Yes. At the same time, I've experienced times in my life when certain thoughts would basically uh, just, I had enough of them, but it was still running. My, my brother, my only brother, uh, who was suicidal at one time and wanted to blow his brains out and when I asked him why he said because that voice inside of his head which I guess represented his mind was telling him that he didn't deserve to live what a piece of crap he was uh, and he kept on hearing that he just couldn't escape that yes. so I could see why he wanted to blow his brains out yes. uh, I, I, I can understand why people want to get out of their mind, yes. but I, I personally find that I have that happening, and at other times I find it a useful device, so I'm not yes. ready to throw it entirely out. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> there was one chap who, who, who sat in satsang who had a great way of, of looking at mind, and he said, there's a working mind and there's a thinking mind. The working mind isn't a problem. The thinking mind is the problem. So the working mind that helps your brother to whatever, do the shopping and cook lunch, that's not the problem. But the thinking mind of I am useless, that's where the suffering comes in. 
So the working mind, with waking up, the whole lot crashes for a while, but the working mind comes back in. It's like a low-grade functioning that just kind of continues, takes care of things. But the thinking mind, believing thoughts, stops. So where mind is needed to work, that's not the problem. That's not the one we're talking about. We're talking about the thinking mind. On, on a personal note, uh, since I'm a senior citizen, I'm in my 70s now, I've uh, more or less thought that I wanted to leave this world a better place than I found it. Mm. Just, I guess, sure. ego, right? The sure, eye, right? it's fine. So that, I felt that was my motivation. Yeah. Um, but the longer I live, I realize how frustrating that is you know, to, to think that that I might be able to do that other than simply one act of kindness after another, uh, starting at home, let's say, with myself or my wife and my friend, sure. family. Um, sure. But I, I find that sometimes this kind of grand notion about bringing social justice into the world, because I consider myself a social activist, is very frustrating. Uh, and I felt ultimately I, I, I'm very disappointed Okay. At, at what I see, so that you know that that is my kind of mm-hmm. reflection that the outer yes. world yes. is not going to give me the uh, the rewards and the and the gratification that I perhaps am seeking. Yes. Maybe the, the peace. Yes. Yes. So I know there there has to be another area which is outside of the five senses, which yes. is what we're talking about right yes. now. Yes. Because that's desire, the desire for some social justice. To kick in. I did resonate with what you were saying. Yeah, about the that's design. just you know, desire, that's and right. desire is a bummer, you know. Right. Yeah, and even that's... if even if you did make a big change, there would be another desire because a desire feeds a desire. There'd be a bit of satisfaction for a right. while, a bit of no desire, which is calm, and then another one would crop up. The thing is to see through desire and say that's just desire. That's only desire. So don't get caught in the subject matter of desire, but see it just as a functioning of mind to project. I know what would be better. That's all it's doing. It's just the ego saying, I, I know what would be better. Sure. So just see it. It's just desire. It's not about leaving the world a better place. It's not about that, really. Whatever functions through your form, it's going to function through your form. Uh, I, uh, my parents were uh, uh, people of, they were immigrants of modest means, and I never really had um, uh, this strong desire. It's like I wanted things. Yeah. So I never really got frustrated that way. Yeah. Uh, however, subsequently I've had a career and I've been able to save some money. So yeah. I, I, I find it's not things that give me satisfaction. Yes. So that that's yes. not an area that I, I tend yes. to go to. Yes. Uh, just, but desire doesn't need to be things. Like social justice. Social justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sex, good health. Mm-hmm. I mean. An equal distribution of wealth. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And desires, desires that have a a noble quality to them tend to be more sticky than others because they are endorsed by our Western community. If they've got a noble quality, hoo-hoo, watch out. Because people are happy to nip the other desires, but the one with the noble quality attached to it, ooh, that's kind of got a sacredness. It's just desire. It's just desire. 
if something moves through your form for social equality to move that forward, you try stopping it. It's going to happen. You don't need the desire in order to make it happen. Desires lead to frustration. So let it be seen. You, you, you've got a good smell of that one. Desire leads to frustration. Yeah, I've got this uh, kind of internal feedback. So I, I know when I move into those areas because I, I, I feel it, I hear it, you know, I just get that kind of uh, feedback that lets me yes. know that I'm barking up the wrong tree. Yes, so very good, very yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good talking to you. Yeah, nice you to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, thank you. Okay, we're on 4.30. Wow. That was fast, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm.